And we are recording in progress. Recording. And uh, yeah, as I was just saying, my shower curtain is a big picture of Joe Dolio because it's the only way I can get into the scary water. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Without scaring myself is knowing that Joe is there to rescue me. And with that, uh, yeah. with that entrance, so uh, where are you going, Ron? Ron's leaving. Ron's Be right gonna, back. Ron's Be right back. Ron's going to check yeah. his shower curtain. He wants to make sure his dolio curtain's ready. <laughs> anyway. No, I just had to get some papers. So uh, <clears throat> not that we haven't been kind of just going there anyway, but are we further now going into World War Three with the Air Mobility Command removing tail numbers? And I say this as someone that knows jack shit about anything, and I'm wearing slippers, and I feel like that – I need to disclaim that whenever I talk about the military just to show just how little I know is I'm sitting here trying to dictate. I'm sitting here as Eisenhower, but I'm in slippers and don't know anything um, with that. So, Joe, are we heading face first into World War Three? Oh, absolutely. I think that every single day we get a little bit closer and there's literally no one pumping the brakes. Right. In fact, they've cut the brake line and removed the handbrake. They just want to keep going. All right, Ron. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I just think, <clears throat> you know, I, I certainly hope not. I, 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 but I think what what's happening is that the the um, the people, <clears throat> quote unquote, in charge in Washington, are they're being lapped on a daily basis by other world players and world events, and and General Minahan's you know, idea, you know, approval of this idea to remove tail numbers and unit info from the, from the, from their aircraft, you know, Air Force aircraft would have a two letter code, big, big letter. And, you know, you could to tell by that, which, which base they were from. I mean, it's like, it's, it's a part of unit pride. Um, is it, sort of like, really, because we're going on, uh, what is it? What does he say? We do sensitive movements of cargo. Well, dude, a, a battle gray C-130J, you know, <laughs> it only comes from one place. And, yeah, it's like, give me a break. And it still has the, you know, the Air Force symbol on it the and the American flag. So it's like, you're not really hiding anything. And, of course, Minahan's not, I don't think he's a serious commander anyways. I mean, let's go back to his earlier memo to the troops. Hey, we're going to go to war with China here, and everybody needs to go out and practice and and fire a seven round clip. <laughs> well, if you're we haven't be... used a sidearm that has a seven round magazine for twenty <laughs> something years, I'm just going to say, <laughs> I, I'm just, but I'm just going. If you think seven rounds is going to suddenly make you some sort of you know cross between John Wayne and Rambo, and you're going to be able to repel borders when the when the Chicoms come in, you know over the Hickam perimeter and you know with their you know space marines or or Chicom marines or whatever the hell they are this week. You're seriously deluded there, General, and your people are not going to take you seriously. Joe. But I digress. Well, that entire that entire memo was, was nothing but ridiculousness. Um, seven rounds into the face. The 45 ACP hasn't been used in military service forever, so we don't have anything with seven-round magazine. And shooting people in the face under combat is actually a stupid idea because I'd rather hit them in the body a little less likelihood of missing i mean he's just he's kind of an alarmist and i pointed out that this will actually put people more at risk rather than less at risk because there's going to be unmarked aircraft landing in, in, in airfields if i'm the russians and i see that i'm like well i'm just going to shoot it down because i don't know what it is um as opposed to it being clearly marked is what it is and it's from the you know you look at it and it's from the wisconsin national guard you're going to realize there's not about to be 15 Navy SEALs running out of the back of that, right? It's probably a pallet of cheese, right? So um, <laughs> I, I think that it's just one more thing, and I and I hate to do this because Ron's an Air Force veteran, but it's one more 
example of the Air Force trying to be warriors and not really understanding what War. that means. Yeah, well, they're fantastic in their domain, but the other domains, not not so. Well, very true, I, I, especially Air Mobility Command. I mean, the Uber drivers of the Air Force. So <laughs> Right. Great bunch of guys. Anytime there's a really good fight, they give us a ride. That's so, right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can't tell you the number of times uh, when my son, who who just left the 82nd Airborne, when he had to jump out of a plane from, you know, a C-130 or a C-17, and either the the air guard or the regular or the reserve crew, you know, educate them on uh, jump master protocols and how to how to do things and who's in charge of the jump, and uh, who the airborne commander is and that sort of thing and. Yeah, there's a lot of load masters that are are living on borrowed time. But I digress. So, I guess my only question is is he said this 34 days ago that we're going to be war at, we're going to be at war with China or whenever he said it. Um if that wasn't sanctioned or approved, weren't he even sacked like the next day? No, he's he's still in command. Well, that's what I mean. So, regardless if this was a blunder or whatever, he wasn't removed, which means that someone sanctioned. Well, I, I think that that okay cat's out of the bag. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that cat's out of the bag. Everyone knows we're going to war with China. It's just a matter of when. Um, there, there's actually at this point no way to to avoid some sort of an armed clash between the two, and uh, he may just. I'm going to tell you he's overly optimistic on his timing. I don't think it'll take that long, um, but I mean that's why he's not fired because everyone knows it's going to happen. I'm just waiting for the Chinese Air Force, the 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 People's Republic of China Air Force, to uh, airdrop food to the uh, the gallant Taiwanese defenders of the Matsu Islands, which are literally, you can you can throw a rock and hit mainland China from the islands, so, you know, because they're starving, because the the Taiwanese are unable or unwilling to resupply them with food, <laughs> so. Same with the Kinmans. I mean, they're right. The Kinman Island is six miles from China, 150 yep. from Taiwan. And Taiwan doesn't want to, in their defense, they don't want to be seen flying anything in that general direction. Um, or even so, just a ship. I mean, just, yeah. you know, sending a, a vessel there yeah. with, with food, you know. But And I may have gotten my islands groupings mixed up, but it's the ones to the uh, northwest. No, they're both the, right there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. But, you know, uh, Tommy, I I think while we're all focused on the bright, shiny ball that is the the coming war between us and and mainland China is there's there's other balls that are, you know, other in the in the black room of of world, you know, that are about to smack us upside the head. You know, uh, Iran could go nuclear or declare a nuclear breakout any moment or be suspected of it by the Israelis and the Israelis will wait about three milliseconds before they launch, uh, uh, in a, you know, a, a counter strike. There's or, some interesting you know, like, rumors flying about that right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, you know, and, and, you know, and then of course we got this, there you know, is Ukra- general... I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Ron. No, 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 Go please. Ahead. Go ahead. Uh, and I was then, gonna of course, say, where is Ukraine. general Milley today? God damn it. We both Joe, shut up. Ron, finish your point. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I Ron, no I'm in charge. Finish the point. Uh, well, and then, of course, you got you, Ukraine and, and you got Mexican cartels that are basically controlling pretty much 80% of Mexican population centers and, and the government is inept. Uh, but uh, and this is right on our southern border. And and, you know. We have a major failed state on our southern border that is accelerating not just um, an invasion of of people from everywhere, not just Mexico and Latin America, but everywhere. Um, And how some of these people can get that far from where they started, I have no clue, but good on them. And, and, And the fentanyl. I mean, there's enough fentanyl crossing the border monthly, weekly, daily that, my God, it, you know, what are we, you know. It's the you know, and we know where this fentanyl is manufactured, but we just turn a blind eye to this, and you know, I, I don't, I don't get it. I, I don't get while, you know, there's no, you know, you know, my kingdom for an honest, you know, law enforcement officer of seniority in D.C. who actually says enough is enough. We're failing in our mission to protect the homeland, to protect the United States of America. Yeah, Joe. So. 
I was just so excited with what Ron said that I had to jump on there. Uh, where is General Milley today? Well, he's in Israel. Oh. And he's trying to convince the Israelis not to launch a raid on the Iranian nuclear program. That's the story that we're getting. Good luck. Uh, so it's entirely possible that you see some Israeli-Iranian action this week uh, and not the kind that Tommy usually pays extra for on OnlyFans. Uh, uh, I have there's, a premium there's... membership. Thank you. <laughs> the okay. state sets aside right. money to give but... porn entertainment to retards like me, so I don't actually have to pay for it. You're paying for it. I just have to. Uh, wear, okay. I just have to wear a helmet yeah. and put a pencil in my mouth so I don't bite my tongue off. But um, there Thanks, is a, that possibility this week. So, so I would watch for something along those lines. Uh, and, and Ron's one hundred percent right on it. Uh, Iran, Iran. Uh, once they get a nuclear weapon, they're not the type to keep it as a defensive tool. No, it just doesn't no. fit with their worldview and their mindset. So that is something to be worried about uh, and a big concern. The other one is. Um, is this just insistence that we assist Ukraine in the self-immolation of their nation? Uh, they're they're at a point where they really can't hold back the tide. Russia's about to unleash everything on them, and there's not going to be much that Ukraine can do on its own. So we have to ask ourselves some questions about what's the real plan here and what's what, what's the global order going to do on that? Every time you see the words global order, you need to be suspicious anyway. Mm -hmm. But... Um, you know what's what, what what's going to come of that, and what's going to come of the China Russia, Iran North Korea alliance, and then Ron touched on the other big thing, and and man, spot on, exact same idea, the failed state to our south, that's actually a part of the Chinese thousand year plan, yeah. or hundred year plan they have, uh, to defeat us is the failed state of Mexico. They've done everything they can to make it a failed state, and everything they can to support uh, MS thirteen. M18 and all of the cartel activity that's going on, um, they're essentially using MS-13 as military contractors to push the fentanyl into the U.S. And, and and throughout it. If you look at every city where there's an MS-13 presence in America, it's off of a freeway that connects eventually to the southern border. Um, <laughs> and they control all those ports. Uh, a company named Hutchison used to be called Hutchison Wampoa. They dropped the Wampoa so it didn't sound so Chinese, but it is Chinese-owned. Uh, and they own all the ports on the on that Pacific coast and moving drugs through it like, like crazy. Um, um, so well, there's a lot more going on in the world uh, that you need to worry about than the big shiny objects. Uh, episode 279 of this podcast, Ben Westhoff, author of Fentanyl Inc. That book is probably the best in-depth uh, find you'll 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 get of fentanyl and just exactly what it is and how it is a perfect weapon. Um, yeah, I feel like. Uh, it, it does kind of feel like the, the you know, the, the thing we all read in our social studies books in fifth grade about, like, the powder keg of the Balkans in 1914. It, it does kind of feel like we're just inching closer and closer. The, I guess the yeah. bingo comes from where's it going to hit? We, we, do we want our money on attack nuclear strike in Kiev, uh, China invasion of Taiwan, Israel just raping Iran? Where's it going to be? Like, what's going to be the bingo card? Jeez. Well, it, yeah, it's, it's fascinating. But, you know, here, here's but here's the thing. So you have you have our you know worldly knowledgeable, well respected Secretary of State Tony Blinken, Blinken. Um, Blinky, um, Blinken. you know, making pr profound statements like, "Don't you dare send weapons and 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 aid and assistance China to Russia." Uh, uh don't you dare do. And we're just blatantly doing it left and right. I mean, the you know the you know, we have no moral standing, and plus. As as Joe alluded to, we're we're not doing anything to stop this. I mean, there is not a, a, a Western effort, a EU, NATO, a Uni United States effort to like say, "Hey guys, ready, break, cease fire in place. Let's figure this out. Let's negotiate." Because nobody's winning this thing, and it's just going to get worse, and everybody's suffering. So let's try to get get some peace here. Yeah, I, but. And I'm I'm just saying that you know usually when there's a conflict somewhere in the world that the United States has an interest in, whether we actually do or whether we just put our nose into somebody's business, is like we try to you know ameliorate the situation. And I'm sorry, is that a big word for you? Ameliorate. I'll try to use a small. Okay. Didn't right, she just making didn't sure? Didn't she crash her plane when she flew over the ocean? Stop it. You Stop said it. ameliorate, and he said all he heard was areola. 
I heard know. Amelia Earnhardt. I was trying to make a history joke there. I'm trying to teach people, Joe. Jesus. Oh, God. Be the change you want to see in the world. Um, well, yeah, yeah, Mr. Bunny Slippers. Yeah, right? Hey, these aren't bunny slippers. I should get some bunny slippers, though. I wonder if Playboy will sponsor me because no one else will sponsor me because I'm just sitting out here making an ass of myself. They might categorize it as fucking yourself. Well, anyways, but you get my point that we're not doing anything to well, to, to calm down the situation. We're just we're just keep throwing gasoline into the fire. Well, I think at a certain point... Yeah, there, are, there are no Paris peace talks. No, but I think at a certain point you have to look at it. And it's like, you know, when there's a, when there's a, you know, a Democratic mayor of whatever city and it's been fucked for 80 years and you go, don't the people know that? And it's like, you know, they're not helping it out. It's like, well, of course they're fucking the city because they want people to vote for welfare. Like, they're not stupid. They know they're not incompetent. This is their plan. So when I see all this you happening... like Atlanta? Like Atlanta. Nice I live there. Yes. Yes. So I look at this now and I'm like, yeah, I don't... I don't think, I, I, by no means do I think they're geniuses, but I also don't think this is an accident. When it's like, doesn't anyone realize we're hurtling towards World War III? Yes. That's what they put in the GPS waypoint. Of course that's where we're going. <laughs> you know, it's like what Brian Reagan yeah, said yeah. Uh, about, or uh, what Ron White said about, you know, the, the engines falling off the plane. Where do you think it's going? Well, directly to the scene of the crash, which is convenient, right? We're going to beat the EMTs <laughs> by a half hour. That's where it's going. Where's the bullet going to go? Probably where it was aimed. I'm not saying it's good. It just seems like, hey, man, we're aiding Ukraine. We're getting all of NATO to aid Ukraine. And then we're saying, Russia, don't you dare take aid from China and vice versa. If it's that apparent. And, then, and, and, that's and the, we're aiding that's the... Ukraine with using our using drawdown authority to like say, hey, you, we're just going to take away all your, 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 your you know, this type of vehicle. We're going to take away these this ammo supply and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, there, there's not enough ammunition in the United States Army to properly train our guys, when they're when they go out into the field, they have to conserve ammo. They well, can't they can't really do a robust training like they used to. So uh, then, they, but even they that have, could they, be they a, have they're losing the, vehicles. That could be the purpose too. Then, right? If we're gonna if we're if we're just dissolving our southern border, raping the dollar through inflation, and then selling off our strategic oil reserve, that all goes in line with a controlled demolition or at least weakening of the United States. And it's a conspiracy. It is a controlled devolution. Just, and and what stopped the Great Depression? Massive government spending due to World War II. Yeah. Um, that's when we started making up money and just pretending that the problem wasn't there anymore. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of where we are right now, that's right? Exactly we want where to control we're going. crash so we could point and go, this is all Vladimir Putin's fault. That's exactly what we're doing. We're heading directly into World War III. And I don't. it's not an accident. It's not that they're idiots. They know exactly where yeah. we're going. That, that's the point, dipshit. Yeah, and we have we have a we have a a legislative a branch in D.C. that is ninety nine percent on board with you know hurling to the abyss um, because they they don't because hey I got mine and uh, and they don't they don't see the end result because they're they're not the great statesmen that they think they are so. Then what, uh -oh. is, then what is the actual value then of something like, because even that, right, removing tail numbers, that that too just seems like an obvious, like we're goading into war. Of course we want to. Uh, that's, 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 that's all kabuki theater. The general's trying to do, pretend I'm doing something to be proactive, to get my command ready, and it's not going to do a damn thing. You know, I mean, these aircraft have transponders. Every airbase has plane watchers that, you know, retirees that have nothing better to do but to, to go out and look at airplanes flying to and fro and off and on and things like that. And they post this stuff on social media. Like, you're not gaining anything. So, you know, C-130 Juliet tail number XYZ is, you know, has left. Okay, great. You know, I don't, it's not, I don't have the cargo manifest. You know, I mean, I think security is at least that that good but you know it doesn't make any difference and suddenly you're taking away unit pride i mean you know if you ever if you watch the movie top gun maverick the, the latest iteration um you'll notice that when they actually fly the mission um they take off all their patches except for their rank patches and their their name tag identifying them but they take off all their unit stuff you'll notice the the empty velcro thing and that's sop but you know because that's just what the Navy does, and that's what aviators do, including the Air Force and stuff. Like that. But you know, tail numbers. I mean, geez, you know, I mean, or or 
tail markings, identifiers. You still got to have a, a an FAA type serial number on the aircraft. I mean, you can't get away from that. It still has to have some sort of registered license plate, if you will, for for the airplane. But I mean, a KC-135, a KC-46, C-130s, KC-10s. I mean, there's only you know we're the only ones that really fly all those, except for the uh, the, the C-130 Juliet, and you know, a tanker aircraft is obviously a military airplane. It's not like, hey, United Airlines, we're gonna we're gonna refuel in midair while we 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 go trans world, you know, continental, global, whatever. It's like, yeah, give me a break. I mean, you're not doing anything. It's just it's all kabuki theater. So it's it's an optic to look more warlike and look like a warrior about to go into battle. It's just it actually serves no real purpose. No, no, it doesn't, and I completely get and agree with what you're both saying. It, there is no real thing. That being said, there is a reason they're doing it, and that's what I'm trying to get to. Is what? Well, is, yeah, it's to get the American public to the point where they realize that a war is coming, and that's my it's point. A preparation of the public, and that's right. Than so else. that's what I'm getting to. Is like, what? What is this? I know it's not what it seems. So I'm just trying to. What is the bigger picture? And it's not not Biden. Not I don't, I don't give a fuck. It, it's. What is the entrenched power structure doing? It seems to be disseminating to the public consciousness, just getting it out there like China bad, China bad. And didn't the Senate just all vote unanimously to declassify all the U.S. intel on where COVID came from? That's conveniently coming out like the same week uh, Xi and Putin meet and say they're going to have a military technical alliance like you can see all the pieces just kind of coming. You ever watch, watch like a slow-mo video of an explosion? And then they reverse it, and all the pieces start flying back together. And you just see them, like, you know, yeah. pieces of shrapnel hitting the ground, and they all come back perfectly. Like, we're watching that. We're watching all the pieces just flying together perfectly. And it's just slow motion. And it's like, huh. There's, well, it's my just question weird, is, yeah. what, what are they going to do for all the people? What are they do for all the people they fired or canceled or destroyed their YouTube channel or destroyed their social media presence because they had the nerve to say this originated in a lab in China? Now that they're admitting, oh yeah, hey, by the way, it uh, it originated in a lab in China. Yeah, they're not. I mean, care. seriously, we 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 ruined people's lives over this. They're not. Yes, they, we did. Yeah, they don't care, and, uh... and we ruined a nation. We 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 took a robust economy. I mean, I still yeah. remember, and many people don't, but I remember that just before all this hit, the Washington Post published an article that Trump was unstoppable and unbeatable for 2020 based on the, the economy, the foreign policy uh, things, uh, victories that he had with the Abraham Accords and others. And all of a sudden COVID hit, Fauci took over the country and the economy tanked, you know, people got all fearful and weird and stupid and it just went from there. The most, and that's not good. Yeah. The most robust, well thought out and well cited and thorough dissection of all of this is a book I read the other week by Dr. Peter Bregan, uh, COVID-19 Global Predators, We Are the Prey. It is the most, it covers virtually everything. And I, if, if you can tackle that book, it's I think it's 24 hours on Audible, but it is everything. It tackles all of it. And kind of what you're saying, Ron, is well, not only is it to you know remove Trump, which is what Dr. Bregan lays out, to what Joe is saying. I mean, you can't have World War III without a fucked economy. You got to have a reason to go for it, right? You can't do it if everybody's fat and happy, right? Yeah, but you know, like, but the the analogy for World War II stops right there, because in World War II we had a, a, a know, manufacturing a, an ever grow well manufacturing <laughs> an industrial base, yeah, and we had we had a motivated uh, population. Yeah. I mean, uh, after Pearl Harbor, we did, but um, we don't have that now. I mean, we have, you know, one tank plant in Lima, Ohio, and yeah. we have, yeah, it's like, guys, we're, you know, it takes how many years to, you know, from keel laying of a, of a vessel, a, a Navy warship, to actual commissioning of this warship? Years, years. I mean, you know, in World War II, the reason, one of the reasons Nimitz could sacrifice or, or potentially sacrifice the aircraft carriers, you know, at the Battle of Midway, and we did lose the Yorktown. But and we'd previously lost the Lexington down in the Battle of the Coral Sea, so is because he knew that there were dozens and dozens of Essex class carriers 
in various stages of build that were getting ready to come off, yeah. the, you know, be launched. And naval aviation cadets and, and you know, Corsair aircraft and new Dauntless dive bombers and, and hell divers and, and, oh, my God, you know, it's like he knew that there was just – there was a bunch of whoop-ass just, you know, okay, so we'll yeah. – you know, and, and Midway luckily turned out really well and, you know, made our whoop-ass even more, uh, but yeah, we don't have that now. No. I mean, my God, it's – you know, no. Even look at the even look at the recruitment base, the potential recruitment base. Oh, jeez, terrible right now. Terrible. You want fries with that? Exactly. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I have to run today. Oh no. Well, but it's 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 cold. It's wet. I might catch the sniffles. It right. might be that there's greater force projection with. And obviously, this still comes back to I guess the flaw in my logic would be a complete lacking of a manufacturing base. But. You do have something now that you didn't have then, just to play devil's advocate, and it's drones. You you can't have an idiot with blue hair, as long as they can fly a drone. Like that is a different thing. Is you can just have an army. I'm not saying yeah, it's going to fit. I'm not saying it's not a fit significant them. Russian or Chinese presence around Creech Air Force Base that would start to reduce the number of those blue-haired drone pilots. Yeah, uh, I got bad news for you. Yeah. And and just so you know, Tommy, that it's not just Creech, which is the main location but the air force has um, farmed out a lot of a lot of squadrons throughout the air, the air force air bases that you know have have the ability to control some drones and things like that. but yeah it's it's just a matter of time and you know they they don't have the bandwidth at all these other air bases to control the amount of of drones that we would need so yeah and the other thing is is um and this is the thing. So we talk about the blue hairs and the, you know, the, you know, the nose ring crowd and whatever, you know, the, the X gen or whatever F and generation it is this week. Um, but I, I don't know that they have the, the moral fiber to uh, sit there and, you know, you know, pilot a drone and, and launch a hellfire or drop a, you know, a bomb or, or whatever, or cruise missiles or whatever a, a drone will be carrying this month uh, on people. You know, they might, you know, at first it might be called a duty type of stuff, and you know, yeah, it's a video game, uh, but then maybe not. And now we have now we have another issue. So yeah. you know, and how how do how do you as a warrior, you know, you know, uh, advance and close with the enemy and then kill them, you know? And if you if you're doing it from a, a comfortable trailer in air conditioned trailer in, in the Nevada desert or, you know, in Florida or someplace. You know, it's yeah, it's not the real, it's not the same thing, and it might, it might backfire on us as well because it's not real. Yeah, it's one thing too to use drones against a third world uh, military that is not technologically advanced yeah. in any way, shape, or form. It's quite another to use it against a peer or near peer competitor. Yeah, um, with, with air gonna, defense, it's not going to work the same. Yeah, right. With air defense, I mean, you're not going to sit there and take off some Hilux with, with you know, a bunch of fighters in it. There or guys that look like they're fighters, and then you find out later, oop, party. Um, a ditch digging crew with shovels. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they look like long guns from here. Yeah, I don't know. So I guess that then raises the question again. It's like it's actually a lesson we drove home in a scouting and patrolling class down in North Carolina last week. You want to stay alive in a in a in a unconventional conflict. Don't hold anything about two meters long in your hands, right? Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, oh man, I have to keep it in my pants. What? Shut up, Ron. Um, that was such low hanging fruit. I'm angry that you actually swiped at it. I thought about it, played it out in well, my mind, and said Ron, it's too. Ron's nickname is low hanging fruit. If you know what I'm saying. Eh, hell yeah, testicles. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I look at this and go, so if we're heading towards World War Three, and we've all agreed that we are. And then we're walking it out one step further and going, there's no way we can fight it. We don't have the manufacturing base or the, the moral fabric or the fortitude to. I don't is that an accident? Is this is this throwing a well, now no, weakened United States not. into a world war? And, and I'm gonna put on a, I'm gonna ask you all to get out the tinfoil. Hell yeah. Okay. These people, yeah, put them on. Actually, uh Ron at, at Matt's place, at NC Scout's place, he actually has a tinfoil hat that you put on and share. That's awesome. It's actually kind of fun. <laughs> That's awesome. Anyway. Um, so these people, the same ones who brought us COVID and the same ones who are bringing us all these other things, uh, climate change and all that, uh, have said that they need to drastically reduce the world's population and almost immediately. 
There's literally only one way to do that. And it's the way we used to control our populations back before civilization, and that was through warfare. So what's one way to, to, to knock a big chunk off the global population and not look like such a monster? Well, let's start a war. Yeah. Uh, that way you can blame it on the other guy and then get more and more generations killing each other for time to come till you get to your goal. And I hate to say this, these people are not beyond that. No, of course not. Absolutely not. So let's look then. So my, I guess my, Clay and I were talking about this, is uh, to play devil's advocate to that. So the world's population in 1945, I think was 2 billion or 3 billion. And total war, including like civilian deaths, right? It's estimated, I think at the higher end of 85 million. So that's what? So 10 times that would be 850 million, 800, 1.6, 2.4. You're looking at about, that's 3% of the world's population. That, the World War Two was only 3% of the world's population. Is that an effective call? There were only two atomic weapons used in World War Two. Okay, so you're 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 bringing in the idea of yeah no if you want to do that you could you could knock out yeah I mean I guess in you know the Cold War it was they talk right mega deaths right Doctor Strange love fifty million losses an acceptable number like yeah that's a good point I don't know, Ron good thing you have a deep underground bunker yeah um, not us uh, well no not not me either but yeah that and that's a scary thing and I I. And the other thing I think is I think the leadership in in this country and in Western Europe are are deluded. They're they still think they have capabilities that we had. I think you know Desert Storm was sort of our our peak conventional warfare capabilities. You know the the Abrams, the Apache, the A10, all these aircraft and and tanks and systems were were fairly new, and and we just you know we went through the Iraqi army like shit through a goose and we you know we had the highway of death that you know mm-hmm. showed hey this is what total war is until colin powell got oh we can't do that anymore people might get hurt and you know and we're showing you know how mean we are well of course nobody asked the the kuwaitis how mean the iraqis were to them but that's neither here nor there but yeah it's you know i i really believe that you know joe biden and 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 uh you know, Lloyd Austin there, they're, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, gosh, we, we got these carriers and we got these cool weapon systems. And, you know, I just watched Top Gun again and er, 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 and we're all that in a bag of chips. No, guys, I mean, the Chinese are going to take out a carrier group. I think Jesse Kelly talks about this every so often. It says, you know, they're just going to take out a whole carrier battle group or, or sorry, sorry, Joe, but a whole amphibious readiness group and take out a, a Marine Corps mm-hmm. Mew and, you know, the support vessels and, you know, and there's you know, thousands of sailors and Marines that are gone in the blink of an eye, along with all the yeah, expensive and ARG hardware. is largely defenseless, right? Yeah, pretty um, much. And ARG at underway has like literally no defense. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, I don't think they have, they don't have any uh, Aegis with them or anything like that. They, they're just basically a bunch of, you know, Uber, you know, you know, big Uber, Uber vehicles, you know, because the Navy has to take the men's department to wherever the war is. That's right. <laughs> Ron gets it. Ron gets it. <laughs> well, I'm all about joint. So then. Oh, seriously, they've been uh, like, like some of the drills involve driving Avenger vehicles onto the deck because there's literally no other defenses. I mean, it'll have a Seawiss or two, but that's it. And... Well, remember when they went on into the um, into the Persian Gulf, they had to bring that uh, anti-drone vehicle on on board mm-hmm. and lash her down. And you know, hey, look, we have an effective you know hodgepodge weapon system here. Hot dang! Yeah. Wow. So then, what is the most realistic outcome? Say Russia, China pair together. We keep going in with Ukraine. Are they eventually going to lash out and grab Taiwan? Well, maybe not. Maybe not lash out, but just blockade it. You know, yeah. quarantine it. Yeah, and, yeah, whatever. You know, like say, and and remember what what does Taiwan sit adjacent to the the sea lanes between Japan, South Korea, and the rest of the world. I mean, as far as you know, north south traffic and things like that. Yeah, I mean, we lose the Western Pacific from from Hawaii westward. You know. Guam will be demilitarized. Yeah. And and I think that's the most likely the most likely um scenario to play out, right? 
And it's a damn shame because we've yeah. seen this coming for, for decades. And oh, and let's not forget we're, we're uh, withdrawing all the F-15s from Kadena Air Base because they're old, although they're still pretty good aircraft and the pilots are pretty motivated, but there's no replacement aircraft for them. So, yeah. you know, we, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to like, wa- like, I'm just trying to like remove my own like emotions and biases and just try to examine it soberly. Like then what is going to happen? So we are marching towards this. What We're going to lose. So is it going to go global thermonuclear or is it going to be, that's the end of the world. So it's going to turn into a standoff or is it going to turn into a redrawing of the map? China's going to take more. It's going to have a bigger hemisphere, a bigger force projection of power. Is there going to be more kind of like another Iron Curtain in Europe? Is it going to settle into that? Or is it just because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if it's Chinese or American. Like a thermonuclear weapon is a thermonuclear weapon, right? You only got to get one through. So I I don't think it's going to go there just based on, I always look at it this way, as, as Tim Dillon said, they're not going to go nuclear. All these guys love eating caviar out of a horse pussy on a yacht. Like they don't, they don't want to fuck the game completely. They want to keep playing the game. So it's probably going to go just south of that. So then well, what does that yep. just south look like? Right. So what does that well, just that... south look like? A redrawing of just force projection? Well, China could do a, a nuclear strike, um, which they've practiced on, on a carrier battle group. Mm-hmm. And then they could just say, okay, that's it. We're done. And if the United States retaliates in any way, shape, or form, it's it's and now it is, it is global global thermonuclear war. And now we we do eradicate the, you know, we exchange blows and, and nothing, nobody wins. Yeah, nobody wins. And – and and the and those you know our our powers that be in Washington will well I guess we could sacrifice that and you know to protect the homeland and got to protect our voters. Um, I, I think that's probably what it's going to be. Someone's going to throw a punch. I and think it's truthfully, gonna... though, that China's opening stroke might be a little more bold. What would distract America enough in which she could not fight turning off the power at home? Oh yeah, we're yeah. already on the edge of that happening naturally. Yeah, but if there was a cyber attack or a big enough substation attack, um, you could drop the grid in America, and we would be so struggling to maintain in or internal order and failing at it mm-hmm. um, that we would be a non-entity, and the vast majority of us would have no idea how it happened or why. Yep, with all those military-aged males coming across the border, and and they sure don't look oh, yeah. ill-fed. Well, and then, we have no idea what what's going on. Would we then not turn I read off the a book power? about this once? <laughs> Joe, go on. What's that? Go on. You said you read a book about it. Oh no, it's, it's a joke about no. a mutual friend of ours, Mark no. Sibley. He wrote a no. book that actually posits Chinese illegal aliens uh, being the first wave of a of an attack on the homeland. Sure. So. So just playing devil's advocate, then it's not that hard. Would we not just again this kind of like another form of mutual shared destruction? Would we not just turn off their power? We don't have that capability. Yeah, we don't. We don't have that capability. So then, if we don't have that capability, then we would just go whatever capability we have. Well, the we, the problem is, is we're we. I don't. I don't know enough about our offensive cyber capabilities to to comment. I, I will. I will just say that I don't think we have the stones to do it, um, because it's it's one of those things that once you started it, it has cascading effects, and we don't know where where it would end type of thing and we and we don't want to have it done to us i mean if we if a combination cyber attack and unconventional warfare sabotage campaign in the united states on our electrical grid maybe not the whole nation but you know the significant parts of it the northeast um where major population centers are um Cal- southern california area that sort of thing um you know okay we you know and then we're gonna you know we're gonna be so busy doing that we're not gonna we we probably won't even figure out who shot John and and things like that and and that little analyst at Fort Meade who's at, at Cyber Command is going to say you know I I got the smoking gun right here and people people will doubt him and and you know and they will like no no we we can't do anything because you know we we don't want to do that I mean there have been books written about where a uh, you know all this happens in the U S and then the U S turns around and and takes out the Three Gorges Dam yeah. Which kills, I don't know what. What do you think, Joe? Like a billion people, just you know, like they go, they go swimming. They, you know, yeah. they join the at uh, least the three gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. They 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 join this three gorgeous swim club, and uh, yeah, and and in the in the in the book, it, it posits that 
you know, there is a moral quandary in the U.S. to do it, and the, and the president who orders it literally, you know, you know, through the emotional turmoil, dies of a heart attack. Eh, you know, but a lot of drama. But the thing is, we we don't we don't play well in cyber. You know, we we know I got big hammer. Me, you know, oh, I'm going to kill something. I got to break it. We well, we can't be subtle. Well, just again, devil's advocate. Didn't General Nakazone Nakazone Nakasone. Nakasone tried to get him on this podcast. He did not want to. Fuck him. Oh, I wouldn't. Bl- I don't blame him. You watch yourself, Ron. I I know Nakasone. I served together with him. He's 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 a smart fella, but he's you know he's he's still active duty. Is I don't he? blame him either. If he came on here, I'd be very very blackpilled about the state of our security. <laughs> if he just came well, he's here. he's he's <laughs> got a, he's got a lot of he's got a lot of irons in the fire. You sure. know? But he came out last summer and said that we were actively doing cyber warfare from Ukraine into Russia. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I, I, you know, but from Ukraine, that you know, not us. We're just hey, sure. we're just we're just we're just tattling on our on our little Slava Ukrainians. Yeah. So, kind of wild take then. Is this just what China's going to bolster? They're going to maybe throw the first punch. They're going to nuke a carrier group, and everyone's going to go hold the fuck up. Like, where's this going? And that kind of settles into a more powerful Russo-Sino alliance. In the United States with less power in the Pacific, is this just what? Some but you're already see, you're already seeing that alliance form in in the economic world, the okay. BRICS alliance. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, so, but exactly. So that's the point I'm getting at. Is this just what? If you run the simulation of Earth a thousand times, is this just what relative peace in a nuclear armed world looks like? Is this kind of how it all settles out? Well, I think the world order is getting reordered and we're not, we are spectators in our own emasculation. Hmm. I think too, that once they get Lula fully on board, the addition of Brazil to that is something a lot of people don't realize. People think, oh, it's in South America. Well, it's the eighth largest economy in the world. It's one of the most populous countries in the world. Largest military in South America. Uh, Well, largest military in the Americas outside of the United States. Um, so that's a big piece for them. Um, and that's a huge chunk of real estate, tons of natural resources, and a great way to cut off the shipping lanes to the South Atlantic. Um, there's no, there's a reason why uh, South Africa and Brazil were included in BRICS, and it's location, location, location. <laughs> uh, if you have both Brazil and South Africa, you control the Southern Pacific and the Southern Atlantic, because you can't go around either Cape without, uh, you know, unopposed. So um, I think there's a bigger, bigger shift at play. You're seeing the end of the American empire, 100%. That's gone. It's done. You're seeing the the, the breakdown of the Western alliance. NATO is dead. It just hasn't died yet. Um, I mean, to be honest. I guess the point I was trying to make is it. Is this could this be different? Just as a thought experiment, could this be different than historically, where an empire wanes and a new one rises? Could this be what a multipolar world looks like in a nuclear armed world? I, I actually don't think so, because here's one thing: right. when Xi Jinping took power, he made a statement that he was going to reunite Taiwan uh, with the rest of China. They have a very different morality and thought process than we do. Uh, and then he got himself appointed essentially president for life, but he's not getting any younger as the years go by. So the Taiwan question will need to be resolved one way or the other and fairly quickly because, again, he's not a young man and he wants that to be his legacy. Sure. Over here, we think about different things. To him, his legacy yeah. is the most important thing. And being that guy uh, is pretty important to China. Mm-hmm. Uh, we keep track of history 2023 they're on year 5,900 yeah. and something yeah. so yeah I don't know. True. I'm, I'm just trying to look at it outside the box of you're just trying to look find something hopeful no not even I don't give a shit yeah. I'm gonna die anyway like what are, <laughs> deep time man what humanity's been around for 10,000 years right if it, right if the if the universe was a was a year calendar homo sapiens the last second of the last minute of the last hour of the last day i don't give a shit i whatever it, 
It's all it's all it's all it's all a philosophical game to me. I don't I'm gonna keep wearing slippers and playing video games. I don't give a fuck. It's alright. I'm good. I'm I'm at peace with God. I love my mom, you my dad. I'm good. Stick to go with those pimp slippers. What? Oh, I should get like a leopard, maybe some rhinestones on top. Just go outside and start beating women. Yeah. We should yeah. start wearing a robe like like Hugh Hefner and you know with an ascot and That's what know. I should do. That's what and, I should and, do. and maybe that ditch the underwear. That'll get me some sponsorships. I wonder if I can get like the opposite of canceled. If I go so toxic masculinity that someone actually supports it. Just what do you mean like the second gentleman or the first gentleman or the second gentleman, whatever his title is, the, the first cuck of the United States? No, I don't know. Like, if I start wearing like Making a... Making out with the first lady? No, I mean, if I start wearing like a oh, GoPro God, and just oh. go out into the... Well, you did. I mean, I know, just, I know, just... but gross. Gross. It is weird. It's like watching your great-grandparents, you know, doing it or something. It's hey, like... Ron, we're not judging you. Whatever you do, you did, all right? And that's what made you who you are today. <clears throat> and I like that. Um Joe and I won't judge you. We might, you know, snicker a lot, have words in private about you and your your granny fetish, but it's a safe space here. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. There might just also be like a weird kind of escape clause, like for the first time ever, like people might just leave the planet. Like that's an odd wild card. Granted, if it goes to war soon, we're not. not, Fuck if I know space. Any direction? <laughs> what? Wow! You don't have to go okay. to a planet. You can just go up. Um, the Mars Congressional Republic. I don't know. It might just be people leaving, right now. Granted, okay, we, John Carter of Mars. Yeah, I don't. Excellent. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you know, I don't care. Um, but I, that does again. That's just another odd variable in this. Is now if war comes in the next year or two, it's not going to happen. If they can somehow postpone it. And it becomes, I guess, you know, SpaceX becomes more mature. You might just have people leaving. Like, I don't know. I, I'm i not invested in any of this. I don't give a shit. I'm just playing out, like, every option as a game. Like, well, let's let's just think about it. So, you know, the initial philosophy of, of leaving the Earth, you know, breaking Earth's gravitational pull is pretty intense. Mm-hmm. And these people can't even pass basic army training or ta- anything like that. I'm not talking about and they're, them. And, and they're, 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 there's going to be a bunch of corpses sitting in the SpaceX passenger rockets, you know, because their hearts are going to fail or their whatever. So, yeah, forget no, it. I'm not talking about the useful. No, fuck them. I'm not talking about the useful idiots. They're going to be put up against the wall by their own people. Whatever. Tommy, I want to talk to you about these condos I've been selling. They're on the far (laughs) side of Mars, but they're in a good spot. There's no train tracks, great schools. Tell me more. You got to pay cash, though. Okay. You got to pay cash. Okay. Do you have pictures of them? (laughs) Half mil, bro. Half a mil cash, and I got you. You're the first guy in the subdivision. Well, fucking lucky me. Do you have a rocket ship called the Lolita Express? No, that's an Epstein, <laughs> it's an Epstein Island joke. It's a pedophile joke. No, Mine is called the Scalia Express. Ooh, so. all right. Ooh. Well, yeah, it's powered by Gretchen Whitmer. Whoa, 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 whoa! Little black Sorry. magic on there. <laughs> now, talk about things you don't want to go to sleep thinking about. Ooh. Ron, is there any way you can get us into Site R, and maybe we just go live out the rest of our lives a mile under granite, doing shitty podcasts every day? And the remainder of people living in the world that have access to our radio will kill themselves. So they don't have to listen to another day of us bantering. <laughs> no, I can't get you in a sidearm. Damn it. Well, that's all I got. That would be the best, though. Just turn on a radio. Actually, it wouldn't. No, 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 no. Just some survivor has somehow evaded a thermonuclear holocaust and they're living off like irradiated deer meat and they find a radio. And they just go insane because every day it's just us three talking and making shitty jokes that they just hang themselves. Like a bad sequel to On the Beach. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's a movie. Gregory Peck, Ava Gardner, Fred Astaire. I'm so uninvested. You were were seriously culturally deprived. Look it up. Yeah, I wasn't joking when I told you I am not invested like in this like reality. I'm kind of just doing my own thing, going to my own. <laughs> I'm, I, I don't care. I I don't give a shit. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm well, just observing it from the the great skybox. Um, well, I don't know. Seems like everything's fucked, but I guess that's the same conclusion we've been reaching. So. I don't know what anybody was expecting who was watching this. It's all fucked. So this is our last show. Good. Okay. Fine. No, no, we'll do another one. We're gonna keep. No, like we are on the. We're. F- it's fucked. That's our beat. 
that's our niche. We can't have world peace because then we won't have podcasts to do. Right. This is the podcast. We have to learn about something else, right? This is we the podcast industrial complex. We, we need oh, it to be God. constant apocalypse or we have nothing to talk about. We're not going to talk about utopia and free flowing borders and fusion energy. That's gay. We need an impending hellscape. That's the only thing that keeps this show going. We are directly invested in this world going to hell. Um, we should actually consider a podcast about these morons who believe that farming is the oh, greatest God. risk of climate change. Oh, that, that we need to stop farming right away. I saw that. I have no <laughs> idea what they intend to eat, but well, know. the way that guy was standing with his legs crossed, I imagine they'll eat each other. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> oh, I think I think he already has a time or two. <laughs> anyway, well, if you do want to survive, we'll I'll give him the cookbook to serve man. Nice. If, if you do want to survive. Go into the description. Go grab Joe Dolio's books about tactical wisdom. If you don't Please want do. to survive, I don't know. Keep listening to this podcast. You have best of both worlds. You can read tactical wisdom while listening. Ron's to us. property without permission, then you won't survive. That's, no, that's all right. That's assisted yeah. suicide. Ron provides euthanasia. You just have to walk onto his property. <laughs> you will be violated. Uh, plundered and killed, and not in that order. Not necessarily. Joe, Joe is always welcome. Joe, Joe and his uh, and his brood are always welcome here. What happens if I yeah. walk onto your property, Ron? Are you gonna kill me? Well, yeah, because bunny slippers in South Dakota, dude. Yes, I gotta fly. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's 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 a that's a Minnesota thing. You're out. All right. Fair enough. Hmm. Whatever. Anyway. Uh, gentlemen, let's wrap this one up. I got another one coming up. I got to run. Mr. Joe Dolio, Mr. Ron Muller. Go into the description. Follow him on Twitter for all of our cheerful, optimistic news. Go buy Joe's <laughs> books. Just give him money. Just give Joe money. Look at that face. Just give him some money. You should yeah, just want give him money. Just give him Don't even buy the books. Just fucking give him money. Fuck the books. Just send him money. Just send him money and write handwritten on the dollar bill just like to daddy and just send it to Joe. That's the only way you're getting out of this world alive is pain. Make sure you fold the bill this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a poppy, not daddy. <laughs> to poppy. Poppy Tolio. Yeah. Well, <laughs> with that, gentlemen, thank you so much. Till next time, take care, everybody. God bless. Stay safe out there. Peace. Recording st-